the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. It's Sunday, fun day, Sunday. Another Sunday, and now we're Enough. in November. It's a windy, cold Sunday. Is it? Yeah, girl. I opened up my window this morning, like just a little crack, because I was changing my sheets, and I was like Hulk smash. I flipped over my whole entire mattress, just like picked it up and flipped it, and I've got a queen bed and an old school mattress, and I was like, yes, and like I had little balls of snow blowing in my window, and I was like, oh. no, I don't want this. <laughs> I went out for a little bit earlier, and it was it was cold. Like I only wore a hoodie, and I was like, oh, I probably should have thrown my coat on too, but I didn't see any snow here. Yeah, it was like early this morning, but the past few mornings I wake up and I have like I have the lake in my backyard, but on my side yard is water too. It's that little channel. And when I wake up in the morning and, you know, get ready to go to work or if I even look out the window like yesterday, obviously I didn't work, but the there's been like a thin sheet of ice on top every morning. And I'm like, no, I don't want that either. <laughs> So yeah, now that November's here, it's just like we're really in it. So I know. Well, the good news is, is like now I can use my fireplace. So we've had like big old fires the past couple nights. And oh, that's nice. And today I finally tucked into that Penzi's hot chocolate. And um, I will highly recommend that to use your vanilla bourbon in that. That sounds really good. Yeah, it's the the and the Penzi's hot chocolate has a little bit of cinnamon and vanilla in it, so it really lends itself well to being mixed with alcohol. <laughs> so I haven't drank in a while, and I drank a lot last night. But I did you? Okay I today. even drank last night. My son's um, girlfriend came over, and she made homemade apple pie shots. Oh yeah. Those are oh dangerous. my gosh. So I'm like making dinner. We had steaks and Brussels sprouts and baked potatoes and I made guacamole. I don't even know. I was just so hungry. I was cooking everything. And then she's like, well, let's do a couple shots. And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I'm not going anywhere. Holy shit. Like I ate all that food, had those couple shots and I was like, good night. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't move. What were nice you guys help. drinking last night? Um, they made it like a punch. I went to a very small Halloween gathering. Uh, my friends Chris and Tim had something at their place. He made like a punch with, I don't know what he said was in it, vodka and something. And it was really good. But then I also brought beer. So I was drinking beer intermixed. And then uh -uh. like they kept doing shots of tequila and I've learned my lesson with shots. So I was like able to avoid it. Yeah. But I don't know. At the end of the night, I was like, um, what are you drinking? And my friend said he was drinking an old fashioned. So I was like, oh, wait, like, because, you know, I love whiskey and bourbon. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, make me one of those. And he had a heavy ass pour and I had already <laughs> drank a lot. And I was like drinking it like, OK, after this, I think I have to leave. Like, I'm I'm feeling it big time. But it was really I good. I was going to say, did you just sleep over then instead of driving? Oh, I just Ubered there. I didn't oh, drive. that's good. Yeah. Now, they were living with Tim's family, right? And did they move out? Yeah, now they're um in Evanston. So, oh, I love um, Evanston. Yeah. 
Um, it's not far at all, even if no. I wanted to drive, but I didn't want to drive because I knew I wanted to drink and I don't think parking's great in Evanston. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just Uber. It was like $15 Uber. It wasn't a big deal. Oh, yeah. It's not that far from you at all. And now, so they closed up the pool at the mom's house and then just decided to get their own place. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I saw Christopher was working on the costumes and then he like Halle Berry, like retweeted him a couple times. Yeah, what? she posted him on her story. Yes. Because um, he did BAPS, that movie from like okay. the 90s. He did her character in BAPS and he made this really cool wig and he took a picture of it and just like tagged her. And then she reposted it. So when I got there, he was like in the midst of like, oh, my God, Haley Berry posted this. So I was like, well, shit. Now he had the whole outfit on and it looks so good. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, you should have waited to tag her because she needs to see you in it, not just the right. wig on the stand. Right. So he was like, I'll tag her again and see. And then she posted that, too. And then later she DM'd him like you did a really good job or something like they had like two messages back and forth. It was really cute. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that opens the door for him if Hallie's ever filming something and she's like, well, we need wigs. Let's call right. this kid. Yeah. Well, he's not a kid. This man. Well, then he's like, because I just threw together like this poison ivy outfit and he's like, you should tag Uma Thurman. We'll get everyone to respond. I'm like, I don't really care about Uma Thurman like that. I didn't really go off of her character totally. Like, I'm good. You and look so good, though. Like, you are. You are so creative. Like, f look at me. I was what did I say? I was uh, Foxy Cleopatra that year and I look like Aunt Jemima. So like <laughs> you definitely always I, nail your costume this was my like easy cheap costume that turned into fucking shit show yesterday oh no um, well <laughs> did i talk about like i didn't know what i was gonna do i i love dressing up like even when i say i'm not gonna dress up i do something just because mm -hmm. i like it and when chris said they were doing this i was like okay i need to figure out what i want to do but it has to be cheap and i don't we used to have like eight boxes of Halloween stuff at our old apartment between oh, like wow. Davion and I living together for years. Plus like when mm -hmm. Chris was there and, but when we moved, we got rid of so much shit just cause like we were all moving to our own place. It wasn't a ton of room, which I regret now. Cause like when I was trying to figure out what to do, I'm like, I wish I still had those boxes. Right. Um, so I like was going through my closet, just like looking at my dresses and stuff. And I have this green jumpsuit. I think I wore it once, like, at Christmas a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ooh, I could just put, like, I just got, like, Ivy, like, fake Ivy on Amazon. I, I think know, it was, like, $8. Yeah. And I could just drape that around me and get a red wig and be done. And that's cheap, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did all that. And then Friday night, I'm like, okay, I got to start, like, I safety pin the Ivy to the jumpsuit. So I have it on. I'm trying to do that. Took it off, hung it up. I'm like, okay, this wig, because it was a super cheap wig. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was kept trying it on. It just wasn't fitting my head right. Like there were long bangs. Mm. So I was like, let me try to I tried to cut the bangs and I ruined it. <laughs> so ugly. I was like, oh, oh my no. God. So I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, OK, I'll just get like that spray and spray my hair red, you know? Yeah, I mean, it looked good. I saw the pics. Yeah. And then great. I was like yesterday morning before I went out to get the spray, I have like these extensions. So like maybe I'll put two of those in just to make my hair longer mm -hmm. and spray those. So I got like a bottle of the red spray, got home 
started spraying the one extension. I used the whole bottle. I didn't even completely cover the extension. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. No. I so need more than back. one bottle because my head still. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm only doing one extension. So I had to run back out. I go to CVS by me. They have nothing. Oh, I go to no. Walgreens. They had one can. I went to another Walgreens and they had one can. And then I went to another CV. Like I was able to collect three more between Holy them. Shit. But I think the last one I actually got two cans. I'm going to see if I can return one because I just got an extra just in case. Yeah. But those fucking things added up too. I'm like, I should have just gotten a really good wig after all this. Are you going to just ask Christopher, do you have a red wig? I could. Well, yeah. Then I heard all about it when I, I would have made you a wig, but he liked, Mm -hmm. he said my hair looked good. So that was good. So yeah. So then I had to spray that and then do my own hair. And I was telling you like the spray is... I cleaned my my bathroom floor. I mean, that's mostly where I did it yeah. at least six times since yesterday. And it's wow. still like you can see little red spots. Um, you need to do like, like my a good If I thing. blow my nose, there's like red coming out. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you can kind of see on my carpet where it kind of like, I don't know if it just like. I actually, earlier I made food and I wiped the counter when I was done and there was like red on that in the kitchen, which is nowhere near my bathroom. I'm like, this shit is everywhere. So it's like glitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like this, this red glow everywhere. Thankfully, when I got home drunk, I got in the shower, which was, I was so glad. Well, maybe when I woke you up went into the kitchen for like a midnight snack and you don't remember. <laughs> I don't think I did because when I got home, I kept saying, water. you have to get in the shower, you have to get in the shower, you have to get in the shower. Because I knew, I mean, between those extensions being disgusting and taking those out and then, because that spray, it's like just spraying a ton of hairspray in your hair. Your hair is not like soft. <laughs> no, so, it's hard from what I can remember the years that I've used it. It's just gross. It's yeah. thick so and If yeah. I had gone to bed with it like that, first of all, my bed would have been awful of the red, but also just like, like a murder scene. <laughs> I would have never gotten a comb through my hair. Yeah. So I, I made myself shake a shower. I think I washed it like three times. I probably could wash it one more. I just slept with it wet and it, it seems yeah. fine, like my color. But and then um, I sat on the couch and I was thinking like, I'm kind of hungry. Maybe I'll <laughs> order food. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't bring myself to order because I knew I'd have to wait and then want to go to bed. And I yeah. couldn't even bring myself to go into the kitchen to like make see what I had. So I didn't have anything. I don't think I went into the kitchen at all. Huh. I don't know. It's just everywhere. But it was it came it turned out cute. And I was kind of like, hmm, maybe with the the long winter and it's not like I have to go anywhere. Maybe I'll try to dye my actual hair reddish just to see. Cause it didn't look bad. Oh yeah, no, it looks so cute. Definitely. I if I were you, I would go with that. Um I love that like burgundy color, you know, that maroon yeah. burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. I've so always I'm wanted see. to try Maybe that. that's something I'll do since. Yeah. I think when I was I in grade it. school, I was like, one day I'm going to have my hair. It's going to be burgundy with cotton candy highlights. <laughs> oh, did you ever do it? No. The shit you think of when you're a kid. Come on. I walked around with like the Madonna gloves and the all the Madonna clothes when I was a kid. I had my hair reddish at some point, like in my early 20s, and um, I liked it. I just remember it fades really fast. So I was saying that yesterday, but then I was like, 
I'm so old. That was like almost 20 years ago. And probably now they have things to make the color last a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. They even have like shampoos. They're like rinses. Yeah. Like I do the purple shampoo to brighten up my blonde. But it's kind of funny. I don't think I've ever tried to be red. I've uh, Oh, no, I did. I had copper hair my senior year of high school. It was copper colored because I wore a copper colored dress to prom. So I had to oh, match. Oh, you matched it. Yeah. So it was kind of reddish. But other than that, I've either been like my natural color, which is really dark or blonde. That's kind of. Yeah, me too. Pretty much. <laughs> it's either been like my colors dark or yeah, blonde. So yeah, I might try it. At least I got that out of it. And I had fun and I don't Why like not? when my I mean, costumes like worrisome to me. Like I want to make sure that I have something. <laughs> right. I just get nervous about that. But my friend Antonia is always super last minute. She's texting me Friday. What are you going to do? And I was telling her, what are you going to do? She's like, I don't even know. And she, I don't like waiting to last minute for things. So right. I'm like, I can't talk to you. You stress me out. Even though it was like literally eight of us, it wasn't even a big deal. Right. Um, but her and her boyfriend came and they were Cheech and Chong and it was so cute. I was oh like, my oh God, my God, I love she that. always pulls it together at the end. So yes. that was cute too. I thought it was such a good idea and it seemed easy. I love that. See, now, historically in the past, I always dressed as guys for Halloween. Isn't that kind of weird? Like I was slash one year and this is when I had really long hair and I was super curly and I smoked. So like I just had to like hang a cigarette out of my mouth and pretend to play the guitar with slash. <laughs> I was while I think Payton, she like, used um, a slash wig for his hair for Chong. Like oh, she cut really? It. Yeah, she cut it like shorter. Yeah, and I was Polly Shore. I yeah, I always did like guy like I was an army guy one year. I like always did guy costumes. Yeah, yeah no naughty I mean, nurse. It just for depends. Me. Yeah, I was a guy. One year we did like a Kardashians thing, like me and Davion and Shane and Tony, and I was Scott, and they were the three Kardashians. Oh, that had to be amazing. It was pretty good. I don't know. It was so, some of those are so long ago. I don't really have any pictures. Like there's certain Halloweens where. Well, you guys always like, did themes. Like all of you would, like you did the Beetlejuice one year. Yeah. We did Disney. We did me and Davion and, well, Tony and her boyfriend did Gremlins that year. Oh, yes. We did Willy Wonka. Yeah, I love a theme. I just feel like it's just easier to pick and then like go with something. Right. Than trying right. to come up with something solo. Um, but my friend Bridget showed up as like a Rockford Peach in like League of oh, Their Own outfit. Cute. And I've always wanted to do that as like a group costume. So I was telling her, I was like, be, yeah. save that costume so I can join you one year and we can do yeah, it again. There's no crying in baseball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good Halloween and you weren't I stuck at home because I know at the at the beginning of the month you were like, no, we always do something. And I know. So I was sad. I was so glad he planned something. And we did our, our um, pumpkin carving, which was nice to just like get together and, you know, do something that we do every year as well. I saw that you did. Uh, you painted Snoopy on your pumpkin. <laughs> it was cute. My pumpkin was so small. None of the pages would like fit on it. It was like everything was too big. And um, Davion's new boo bought paint because he was going to paint his. So I'm like, Ooh, can oh. I use your paints? 
And um, yeah, I was like, this is going to turn out really bad, but it actually didn't. It looked okay. He just didn't have white paint. So he was kind of a, a beige Snoopy. <laughs> we're, we're all beige. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. He was kind of you know, dinginess to him. Yeah, but you can be an intense beige. <laughs> That's okay. But it's, it's insane how just a little bit of normalcy does really like your mindset you know changes because it truly being does here alone for weeks and weeks can get real dark so just those two things definitely made me feel better it refreshed you that's good yeah, yeah i had we i had a rough week at work and um i yeah i wasn't very happy and uh, but no, like the weekend I've felt a little bit better about everything. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like a broken record with work, but it is horrible. Every week it's worse. I don't know how. It's, it's, so, it's so true. Every week yeah. it seems just worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And worse. And it's like every week I start off the week in a positive frame of mind, like, all right, this week's going to go good. We're just going to like push through and get everything done and, you know, get done on time. And I'm going to do this and do that. And yet, like by Friday, I'm just like, somebody shoot me. Like, I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I definitely don't. Like I last Monday I did. I was so like. I wanted to cry that I had to like get out of bed and get on the computer. Like I, it was the last thing in the world I wanted to do. And I really want, like I have vacation days. I haven't taken really any time off this year. So it was like, I should just use some, but you it's should. just screwing my coworkers, not like anyone else, you know, like we're all so underwater right now that it just wouldn't yeah. even be, I would feel bad about that. And I wouldn't like be like, it was like, Oh, I had a relaxing day. Have so, any of your coworkers? Have any of your coworkers taken time off? Some of us did like in the summer, but I'd say since August, it's been extremely, extremely busy. Yeah. So, um, it's, um, I don't know, like here and there people have taken days and I actually think my one, like she's on my team. She's like under me, the other stuff at work. Mm -hmm. She's taking off like Friday, I think this week. Which is like great for her. I'm glad, but it's gonna suck even more. <laughs> like, uh, but we, I have to use days before January, so I don't know when I'm gonna do it. But I'm not yeah. losing my vacation days. I think I'm gonna take two weeks at Christmas. We normally get that time off, but this is not a normal year, and I'm yeah. not. I already warned them. I'm like, look, my birthday is like Tuesday of Christmas week, Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm like, I don't work on my birthday. So I'm just letting you know I'm taking that day off and possibly the whole week. And then, you know, he was like, you know, my wife wants to go on vacation, but I'm not sure yet. So, um, you know, everything hinges on like, what is COVID doing? Like right now, the world's shutting down again. And and, and, and I know it's horrible to say stuff. This is so horrible to say. But while I was at work last week, I was like, oh, maybe Pritzker will shut it down again. That would be kind of nice. <laughs> That's what a lot of like when we were doing pumpkins, they were all saying that. Okay. I like, well, so I'm not I still alone. work. So fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that didn't, I didn't, they had furlough for like three months. I didn't fucking have a break. So whatever. I think I have almost 200 hours of vacation time. So like if he if they shut us down, I would be okay with that. Like I would still get paid. Yeah. 
A knock on wood. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, they did. Well, even a couple of people who didn't get paid, they were got getting the unemployment. So it was like that extra. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and nice we all know like that they, they just decided to go home. They didn't want to talk about doing extra unemployment or any sorts of checks or anything like that. Like, bye-bye, everybody. Yeah, I know this is dropping oh. on election day, but I'm very anxious. So I don't know. How much I, I went and voted today, with... my friend. I voted. I voted last week. <laughs> I well, dropped you know my what ballot it's... off. Well, yeah. So I got my ballot by mail and then I ordered ballots by mail for both of my sons. And of course, my oldest, you know, he fucked his signature up so they wouldn't give him one. And then my youngest, this is the first election he's ever voted in. He's 22. So, um, yeah, this is the first election he ever voted in. So we filled out our ballots today. And, you know, it was really uh, interesting because he felt the pressure of what other people would think of him for the people he voted for. And well, I no was one like, has to know who you voted for. Well, that's why I said to him. Well, because, you know, their grandpa is a big Republican and blah. I mean, he's kind of similar to Trump, but with brown hair. Oh, so he's like, oh, you know, Poppy's. Poppy would kill me if he knew who I voted for. And I'm like, Poppy doesn't have to know. Like, you don't have to tell even me. It's this is your choice. You're you're right to pick who you want. And he was really undecided before he filled it out. And so I said, you know, think of so you may not like the person, but think of the type of governing they're doing. Like what what are they saying they'll do for you? What are they saying they'll do for the country? I'm like, if you don't necessarily like the person, you don't have to vote for the person, mm -hmm. but you should definitely, you know, so I like ran through it with them and we went and dropped it off and there were so many people there, like early voting. Um, yeah, I went super early, like before work, because I yeah. think I could do it at 830. And technically, I mean, even though I'm on earlier, um, we get on at like nine. So I ran, it was just at the park district over here to drop mine off. And they had like the guy outside with the box right there. It was fast. Oh, I had to run inside. And then Joe came with me because he's like, well, what if they make me sign something or what? You know, so I and I of course, I didn't seal the big outer envelope because I was like, I don't know if you're just dropping it off. Do you still need it in this mailing envelope? And so I wasn't about to take my mask off in a room full of people voting to lick the envelopes. Oh, so yeah. the lady's like, we have a sponge. And of course, the lady does not have a mask on and she's working the voting booth, right? She doesn't have a mask on and she hands me this dirty sponge in my bare hands. And I was like, fuck. And I had just done my nails like and I you always like kind of file your cuticle a little bit mm -hmm. so that it. And I'm like, oh, I just put a dirty sponge in my hand with like open cut. And oh, I was just so creeped out. But I voted. Yeah, I was like, he did check. He was like, I just want to make sure you put your like info on the front of it. I guess some people weren't. I was like, I'm good. Take this. I'm leaving. Yeah, because the front I of the envelope. I already got my email. So. Oh, yeah, I should probably. Um, I don't know. This was a box and it had like red zip ties on it. So. I don't know. I did sign up for that, like follow my vote or check my vote or whatever. So I'll have to look at that tomorrow. Yeah, I got um, the your your ballots being processed. Email. Yeah, but they didn't give out stickers. But you know what was interesting is I got a postcard in the mail from Planned Parenthood, and there was an I voted sticker on there that was pink oh, for cute. Planned Parenthood. That's nice. 
Yeah. So I was like, I've never I got a sticker with my ballot. I think that's a sticker on there. I haven't taken it off of the thing. Yeah, I think Lake County cheaped out. There were no stickers. <laughs> so, Where they well, ran now that out, we're talking about voting, good. I have some voting songs. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. This is our Jennifer Lewis that we love. And it's kind of like a remix. So it's like danceable if you want to dance a little bit. Here you go. I don't care who you are or where you work. Get your ass out and vote. <laughs> this ain't the election to sit home and lurk. Get your ass out and vote. Get your ass out and vote. Oh, shit, that's new work. Right? Yeah, I'm over here moving. That's Obama. Mike, one of them. She had the whole remix going. <laughs> yes. And then um, Lisa slash Gina from the uh, Dishing Bitches, she had this posted on Facebook. And I love this song. The guy's actually in the UK. Um, this is Reckless Eric and Amy Rigby, and the song is called Vote That Fucker Out. So we'll play a little bit of that. <laughs> So you can go and find them on Facebook, YouTube, too. It's Reckless Eric and Amy Rigby. Vote that fucker out. And then um, let's go to lastly, last but not least, we can play um, Gospel Granny. And this is a really good idea. So even if you're sitting at home, you should still do this, ladies. Uh, here's Here's her idea. Hello, this is Gospel Granny. And today I am so inspired. I want to encourage all women, ladies, we got to do this. Let's wear our pearls in honor of the honorable and the great Ruth Bader Ginsburg as we embark on a historic election, as we have the opportunity to have a woman be one of the two chief executives of this nation. First time in our history. So sisters, let's all wear our pearls on November the 3rd. So November 3rd, bring out the pearls, because guess what? We got we got to do this. This is history. Think about our foremothers, the great ones. You know, think about the great Susan B. Anthony and Rosa Parks and Shirley Chisholm, Bella Absug. So sisters, let's do this. Hey, this is Gospel Granny. Peace out. I love you so much. November 3rd, we're praying. God bless you. She's I so like different from granny. our other granny. 
Our angry oh, that, grandma. <laughs> angry grandma. She had, <laughs> I did not record it, but it was funny because she's like, hey, guys, I just want to tell you happy Halloween. And then she goes, I also want to tell you to vote for Pedro. And she had like a vote for Pedro shirt on. And then she started doing the dance to that canned heat in, in your heels, you know, canned heat <laughs> in my heat. It was kind of funny, but I was just like, we're taking this seriously, Granny. Like, we're going to vote We're going for with real. gospel grandma this week. Yeah, Gospel Granny. She's totally cute. So I, I'm, I already have been wearing pearl earrings for the past few days. So I'll just wear my pearl necklace. I really with my don't like coat. pearls. I don't even think I have pearls. I kind of hate pearls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think they're not. I just they're not my style. I'm a. I think dad. back in the '80s, a lot of girls wore pearls. Come on, like look at all the Molly Ringwald movies. Like she had pearls yeah. on with all of her little, you know, boho outfits. I she- um. I think it was a tweet I saw. It was like a gay guy at the gym and he said this guy was like super muscular, like tank top and shorts and like, but he had a pearl necklace on like working out. And he was like, it's like the hottest thing I've ever seen. And that, the thought of that, I was like, "Mm, I kind of like that. Maybe I prefer pearls on a man and not a woman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there is a thing called the pearl necklace. I do. I do. Yes. (laughs) I've had a few of those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm like, t- now I'm uh, PTSD. Don't go anywhere near my eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. That burns. <laughs> Holy shit. I want to say, I think I got some in my nose before, and that Ugh. wasn't too funny either. I mean, I'd rather nose, but Definitely yeah, no. in my ear. Just, just stay away from me. Like, in my keep hair. it lower. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> keep Stop it away from all me. these big boobs, and you got to get it in my eye? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, and I think I had to like go out to dinner like later. I was like, I got shampoo in my eye earlier. <laughs> Everybody's like, do you have pink eye? And you're like, no, it's cum eye. <laughs> I just had shampoo. But yeah, now everyone knows. <laughs> Sperm eye at the dinner and table. now, I mean, I swear, I'm like, I don't even go anywhere near my eye or my face or there's no pearl necklace. There's nothing. You know what cracks me up is I want to say I was probably late teens and um, my friend's mom up in Canada, she, I've known her since I was a little girl, and we used to stay at their house when we would go up and go fishing. And I remember her telling me that she like saves it in the little container and it's fabulous lip gloss. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't think I'd ever done anything like that. So I'm just like Wait, looking at what? her going, like, did you just say that? She's like, yeah, it's really, it really uh, helps chapped lips. She saved someone's semen her husband's yeah and like she made like a little lip balm out of it i, I mean i haven't tried it did you I'm like kiss her hello comments. when you went there like bitch no don't... gosh no maybe Ugh. on the cheek but i never kissed her face but it, they disgusting. do say that it's like really good for anti-aging and stuff keep it to yourself like nobody needs to think about <laughs> your husband's cum on your lips every time you're talking to me she was funny. She was always like, what? she always had to get a that little is, shock. She's wild. Little shock that is factor. Crazy. Now I kind of get it because she was a mom of just boys and so am I. And like anything goes when you're a mom of boys. Like Anything goes, but like that's too much. <laughs> I don't think you need to be telling people that. 
I can't even imagine actually putting it into a little container and hanging on to it. There's let alone a lot of like people that do remember dabbing that, it on your lips. Like remember that girl? She was asking like guy friends for donations for her like eye cream or whatever. She listen, I block for. these things out of my mind. So hopefully your southern granny is showing stuff. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't. That is just uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's no, a natural. No, no. It's a natural fluid. Yeah. I can see if people are doing it with poop. Now that's so is gross. piss. All of that is technically natural. I don't want it rubbed on me anywhere. Didn't you ever hear the Italian like? So babies are born with what's called cradle cap. It's some sometimes they get it. It's like just really dry skin, almost looks like psoriasis patches on their scalp. Mm-hmm. And the old Italian remedy for that is to rub urine on it. It's so like these I'm old sure ladies would in take the twenty. There's like blistex and shit for your lips, and there's something for a baby's psoriasis. Yeah, but but Other the funny than thing piss. is, if you've ever heard of uric acid, that's kind of what's in your urine, and that's what they use for some of that. So it was like they were. It's a true remedy, but they use the baby's own urine to put it on their cradle cap. No, no. I don't, I'm not. I'm not into <laughs> your mom's going to tell you tomorrow. I did that for you stuff. And you're going to be like, gross. You put pee yeah. on my head. I don't I'll put peas so. on my head. I know she had a dick through my head. poop when I uh, swallowed a penny. Oh, yeah. You got to keep checking those diapers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I know about like anything <laughs> bodily when I was little. Is that what we're going to call the episode? Check your diaper. <laughs> Something. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just, none of this is making sense to me or sounding like a good idea. Um. Well, let's see. Let's see what's popping this week. I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. So it's popping, Cardi B. It only took us 30 minutes to get here. <laughs> I know. When we started, I was going to be like, can we go quicker? Because like I still have work to do. And then I'm yes. over here blabbing. Well, now we'll go really fast. Well, so, that's just, it's just me blabbing. So it's my own fault. First on the list, I have, you know how much I love David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Why do you? Won't you I, got, I don't me? know if I knew that, that you loved I was him. a big X-Files fan back in the day. And I mean, I'll admit... I was a little turned off to find out he was like a sex addict because then I was just like, ugh, because he was married to Taya Leone and I don't really like her. It and I'm seems like, like that's he's... something that would interest you. That's shocking. Yeah, maybe if it was just with a bunch of random girls, but just knowing like he was just like banging Taya all this time, like, bleh. I didn't like I her. think, didn't he cheat? Probably really? if you're if you're a sex addict, you usually do. Yeah, so. no, I don't think it was just one woman. But it's also weird that that's what you would prefer. <laughs> he was just fucking around and not a sex addict with his wife. But okay, I know. isn't that horrible? Where are, where every, are my uh, where are my that? scruples? Where are Leslie my Leslie Jordan say every garbage can has its lid. <laughs> I love Oscar the Grouch. I wanted to live in a garbage can when I was little. So maybe it's that I maybe full I, circle. Maybe I'm just garbage and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, join the human race, a bunch of garbage. So, well, also, um, David Duchovny does music, which is what I think you're talking about, right? And yeah, you love so, music too. So, this makes sense. And he's, he's highly intelligent. And I think, you know, I'm a sapiosexual. I think uh, very smart people turn me on. So, especially like if you have a super duper, like, intelligent conversation like that's super sexy to me at least yeah so. but not know it all 
Like people can be no, smart you can't... and like sexy, but if you're just like like mansplaining and every little thing has to be I said this already or I told you so, it's so opposite. It's like right. the most you can't be condescending, but you can be like, you know, it just having just some really good yeah, some like a little yeah. bit of knowledge about everything and witty, you know, responses and that's yeah. that's fun. I so agree. um David Duchovny actually started like writing this song last year and little did he know how prophetic it was. So he said, um, sadly it's a little prophetic at this time. The new song is an anti-Trump song called Laying on the Tracks, and it laments America's fate at the hand of a stupid orange man in a cheap red hat. (laughs) And so the song, I think it either dropped this Tuesday or it's coming up. So like on voting day. So here is uh, David Duchovny. Why won't you love me? If you dig David Duchovny, why won't you love me? He actually sounds a little bit like Jacob Dylan, Bob Dylan's son. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's called laying on the tracks, laying on the tracks. I lay on the tracks with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so you can find that song. I guess he just like he used to bring his guitar and just kind of learn how to play it in between takes on set. So. Yeah, at least he used his uh, downtime for something useful. Yeah, for sure. Although it's taken him like over a year to write it. That's a little much, but okay. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that creative streak just comes in spurts instead of one long, continuous stream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Steph, what do you got next? You got, you got motherfucking p-i-m-p over here chelsea handler well 50 cent all these rappers man like they got something to say otherwise they wouldn't be famous Lil wayne 50 cent all supporting the fucking idiot we currently have in office yeah i saw a picture of trump with lil wayne and i'm like oh wheezy you need to lay off but i also think he is like a felon he can't even vote so like go fuck yourself Anyway. You know what, though? There are states where felons can vote, but they just have to repay the court costs and all this and that. They're like, there's hoops to jump through if you want to vote and you were a convicted felon. You can do it in some states. I just think like the whole um, Proud Boys angle um, should be a concern for them, especially. I don't yeah. think that like I should say these fucking rappers when there's a ton of fucking white people that are, you know, really showing their support and I don't respect it at all. But it's just like, I don't know, disheartening a little bit because it really shows you that money, for lack of a better word, trumps 
everything else in some people's minds. And really, I think that's the only reason that they're they're saying that, you know, they're supporting him is because they want to protect their money. Anyway, he tweeted something in support of him. And then Chelsea Handler used to date 50 Cent. So oh. she responded very annoyed, said, like, you used to be my favorite ex. And they were going back and forth on Twitter. And then I guess she told Jimmy Fallon that um, she'd be willing to seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. She said, I might be willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking hmm. about. Um, okay. So he then saw that 50 cents at a what another spin. Fuck Donald Trump. I never liked him. <laughs> oh uh, that's hilarious <laughs> so it was just kind of a funny back and forth and uh i like chelsea handler so i enjoyed it well you're talking about like all these like proud boy groups and stuff i was listening to a podcast the other day about the violence of political stuff of politics i guess and it basically at the end of the podcast the 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 lesson that I learned was like, I better make sure we have enough ammunition. Um, but I don't know the way they were saying it's like either way, either way the vote swings, like there's going to be some sort of uprising or even a civil war. So um, more people are standing in line to buy guns these days than ever before. Um, but there is a coalition, the NFAC. Have you heard of this? Mm -mm. It's the Not Fucking Around Coalition, and it's a black nationalist paramilitary organization. Um, and it advocates for black liberation and separatism. And it's been described by news outlets as black militia. Like Black Panther? Um but kind of, but it's it's like it's a coalition, so it's like almost like a Proud Boys, but everybody in it is black. And they walk around with their guns and I guess it's somebody had listed here like the new Black Panther Party is like kind of on the same. Yeah. There um, were, I guess, on my street, I saw like on that Nextdoor app, someone was leaving like Proud Boys recruiting flyers on people's cars. But then someone else commented that they took them like they found one and then they walked up and down the street. So I probably had one on my car and they, someone took it off. But um, apparently they're recruiting over here, which is weird to me. Yeah, no, I, I kind of dove a little deeper here. And they say that they deny any connection to the Black Panther Party or Black Lives Matter. So they're black militia. They're aren't, they aren't protesters. They're not demonstrators. They don't come to sing or chant. That's not what we do. Um, so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So just very they're not no, fucking no. around stuff. They're not fucking around. I don't think any of us are fucking around here, really. No. No. Uh, you know who was kind of fucking around was the military. <laughs> <laughs> Were they? they? Well, they just decided to make Tom Cruise and Jerry Bruckheimer honorary Navy aviators ahead of their new Top Gun oh, release. So. Okay. Uh, the long-awaited sequel to Top Gun is just one of hundreds of films to delay its release due to the ongoing pandemic, but that didn't keep uh, Tom Cruise or Jerry Bruckheimer from basking in the Navy naval aviation spotlight. So thanks to um, Ken, Ken the Juicer, he sent this over to me. Um, he was in the Navy, so we always joke around about Top Gun. 
But uh, so, yeah, they they were recognized. They said in the history of motion pictures, there is not a more iconic aviation movie than the 1986 Paramount Pictures film Top Gun. Its characters, dialogue and imagery are ingrained in the minds of an entire generation of Americans. I think multiple generations because my kids love that movie, too. Uh, The movie captured the hearts of millions, making a profound positive impact on the recruiting for naval aviation. So uh, they, uh, Cruz and Bruckheimer were, um, the Navy commended them for going through great lengths to be as authentic as possible while staying true to the unparalleled tactical excellence of the Navy fighter weapons school and the fighting spirit of men and women of the world's greatest Navy. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So when like, does the movie come out? They don't. They, it was supposed to come out already, I thought. So maybe they were saying like spring of next year. But who knows? There's so many movies that they just keep pushing back. Yeah. Like the new James Bond. And then here we go. R.I.P. to like the best James Bond ever. Um, Sean Connery died yesterday. Everyone knows that he like said that sometimes you have to hit women, right? Like I, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw the R.I.P.s. I was like, fuck that guy. Well, so, but I mean, that's just a product of the, he was a product of the times. And a lot of those Bond movies, if you watch some of the old ones that he was in, um, yeah, it would be like, you know, kind of forcing women to kiss him. And they they did say a lot of the sexual scenes were uh, almost seemed like forced, you know, like it, it was a little too rough and not consensual. Well, but, I, I just I know I saw like a clip with Barbara Walters where she like. It was later. I mean, it obviously wasn't super recent, but, you know, and he said he still stands by that statement. So it wasn't like a thing he said at some point and then was like, eh, you know, it was a t- the times and now I-, I feel differently. He like doubled down on that shit. Hmm. Well, so I, I say mean, fuck him. You can say R.I.P. <laughs> but he also d- I mean, so besides that, though, he really did lend a lot of his talent to making history in, in cinema. So I don't think I've ever seen a movie with him. So you never saw The Untouchables? That was filmed right here in Chicago. I think maybe when I was really young. It was in 1988. They filmed he, it by my old like house. Yeah. So up. he won an Oscar for that in 1988. Yeah, I was eight, so I don't remember. Yeah, well, I mean, R.I.P. He definitely, whether you liked it, liked him or not, again, you know, to each their own. But he definitely, I think, had a really big impact on the history of. He cinema. lived a long life. Yeah, 90. yeah, ninety years old. He died in the Bahamas, surrounded by his family. So. Um, and then we have some happy wedding news or engagement news. <laughs> I thought this was already a thing. They're, they just like shoved this relationship down our throat so much that like I was like, didn't I already know this? Yeah. So Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton met on The Voice like five years ago. And um, they were dating even through his uh, Blake Shelton's divorce with Miranda Lambert. And I know they've been together for five years. You think in Hollywood, that's like a lifetime. They should have already been married. But no, they just got engaged. But they're also kind of like a boring couple. But they're always like they have good PR people or something. Yeah. Like there's always these like non-story stories about them. Right. But I mean, yeah, I guess PR is everything. Right. We were all singing like the shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That's how all the kids learned how to spell bananas. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, she had Gavin Rossdale, and he was a dickhead. So, I oh my guess, god, yeah, that was happy. the creepy relationship where the nanny dressed like her in her old clothes and shit. Well, and also, I think she found out from like his phone was her messages synced to their like iPad, their family iPad. I think that's how she found out. I don't know. I mean, that those situations like that's when I would be like Lorena Bobbitt. I'm like, don't close your eyes tonight, motherfucker. Like, either pack your shit and get out, or you're going to be minus a dick. Like, that's it. So, you pick. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would just be like, yeah, get out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, unless someone, I always say, like, if a guy hit me or something, I would be like, okay, okay. And then as soon as he went to sleep, I'll get some boiling ass water and pour it on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> We're not the girls you want to fuck with, folks. No. no. <laughs> Um, I have to like keep and- it cute until you're sleeping, and then I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm never sleeping over at your house, girl. Well, no, I'm yeah, don't come at me. <laughs> no, I'm afraid of you, honestly. Like, I love you, really? but I definitely, I definitely wouldn't fuck with you. I would lose I, big time. <laughs> I put off that um, vibe, but a lot of people know that I can't fight, so. I shouldn't I don't say know, that. Girl, you held your own with that asshole at the Liz Fair concert. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could absolutely act crazy and argue. But if someone actually challenged me to like post up, I'd probably get my ass beat. Like, oh, I'm, well, then I would back says you up my there. punch is very slow. So like when I would go to punch him, he would already get me like twice before I even like connected because I just like winded up to him. <laughs> See, I'm really short, so I have the advantage. I'd be like, kick you in the nuts, dick, before you can even land a punch. Beep, there you go. Now you're down. <laughs> now I can you step on You just reminded your me last night, my friend Antonia, she has suspenders on because she was Cheech. Yes. Of Cheech and Chong. And she came <laughs> into the living room and was like acting weird. And then I was like, what? She had like two like wet stains around like each where the the <laughs> the suspender like connected to her pants mm-hmm. and i guess they had like fallen into the toilet when she went to the bathroom oh, no. <laughs> so i don't know she said something to me like later and i was like obviously i was a little drunk so i like kicked her like i kicked both of the spots like messing with her and they're all like oh you can't get your leg up high i'm like i have short legs so like i can kick because you don't think i like can get those things up but they're so little that like boom i can get you even though i'm not short <laughs> so yeah i, I no, can I I, the that. short thing i think works with kicking it does i used to like be in the kitchen warming shit up in the micro you know you do shoot stupid shit when you're home alone mm-hmm. and i'd be like i can kick and i'm in the kitchen like kicking my leg up and this was yeah. probably just like last year so so we could kick people to death we could do that <laughs> or when you're home alone do you ever like run up the stairs like something's chasing me man i gotta go and you'd like run no mm, i don't like running <laughs> I have uh, though like heard something and like go and like move the shower curtain real fast <laughs> like you know when you're like wait oh yeah like me. oh somebody's there I do that sometimes in the middle of the night in the bathroom if the shower curtain's closed and I'm sitting there I'm like I'm gonna open the shower curtain before I sit down like you never want to be caught with your pants down on the toilet yeah. like I've I learned have that from scary movies in my bedside table and sometimes I would wake up I heard a noise this is when I lived with people and I would just hold the knife like under the cover and I would think, okay, if someone came like over me, they would never expect me to pop up and just stab them. Like it was my perfect plan. <laughs> we are so evil. <laughs> evil, but we're also um, ready. We're prepared. Yes, I think we're that's ready. what it is. 
Um, you know what we're ready for, stuff, and that I've never had that I need to try is the McRib. Yeah, it's ba- I didn't realize it hadn't been back in so long. Since 2012. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? So eight years, people haven't had the McRib. I think that might have been when I actually tried it. My brother got it, and I just like took a bite to try it, and it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't anything great. No, I'm I well, so it comes so. back on December 2nd, so we have something to look forward to in December. Um, and so they're it's popping out nationwide, so there it's it's it made its debut in 1982. So the McRib's wow. been around for 40 years. That's crazy, isn't that crazy? And I've never tried one in 40 years. I guess you just know what you want at McDonald's and you don't veer off the beaten path. Uh, Yeah, I always get my cheeseburger, no pickle, and fries. I don't know. You know, sometimes I want a filet of fish. Sometimes I want a double cheeseburger. Sometimes I just want a Happy Meal. Um, Every now and then, Quarter Pounder or Big Mac. But yeah. Quarter Pounder is like my go-to if I'm hungover. Yeah. It's a good burger, Quarter Pounder. It's really good. I did get um, hot dogs last week, and now I'm going to want to go get a quarter pounder. Hell yeah, do it. Do it. It's too late. Just say I'm anemic. I need two. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I could have like two cheeseburgers. I don't think I could have two quarter pounders. It would be a half a pounder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So McDonald's is notorious for always having busted ice cream machines. It's the worst. And there is a guy in um, Germany who was so upset that he he was like always encountering broken ice cream machines in Berlin that he created an app and it's called McBroken. <laughs> I and, love this. Um, so it he originally just did it for 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 Germany, I want to say, and then he was like, "Oh no, I think Americans would really appreciate this." So this is if you go to McBroken. And there that displays a map of every McDonald's location in the United States. And then loca- and then every location has a dot, right? And then locations with, with a working ice cream machine has a green dot. Locations without a working machine has a red dot. And um, currently, 7.54% of McDonald's ice cream machines in the U.S. are broken. And 15% of those are in New York. So New Yorkers, I'm surprised you guys it's not are... more, actually. I also feel like sometimes they would just say that, like, if it was late at night, they didn't want to, like, I don't know, mess around with it sometimes. I agree. Because it is usually late at night when you would crave the ice cream. And then they'd be yeah. like, sorry, the machine's broken. Um fucking drive out (laughs) right and then i think i did that i think i drove to like three mcdonald's one night for something and like and i never got what i needed one of the kids asked for something and maybe it was ice cream and i was like you know what fuck you i've already gone to three mcdonald's i'm heading home like this is stupid i I think i one time did go off it was like the one on cicero by midway because i think every time i went there it was they said it was broken and i started yelling like i was real mad about it (laughs) So yeah, when you see videos when like they say like person goes crazy because the ice cream's broken, I'm like, I feel that. Like I, I'm I don't think they're crazy at all. Like it's annoying. R- right. Like some people cry. They're like, I just wanted ice cream. 
Um, so this guy says that the only way he figured out how to do this bot to, to to figure out is that he would go to um, so his bot attempts to order a, mi- a mixed Sunday every 30 minutes on the online ordering. And if it successfully adds the item, then it lets McBroken know that the locations machine is working. And if it can't order the Sunday, then it gets a red dot. And this a Twitter guy, user, a Nobel Peace Prize, man. Exactly. And a Twitter user that he claimed was a McDonald's employee has confirmed that that method is the one that works. Like, okay. so if you're craving ice cream, use McBroken before you go and cry because it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and now I this stuff. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. The word irregardless and how it's not a word. Yeah, and now they're making it one. Yes, Merriam-Webster Dictionary added it. Added it to the dictionary as a word. And, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, she... Mm -hmm. She was so pissed off. She was. She turned to Twitter to express her disappointment. And she said, in case you thought 2020 couldn't get any worse, Merriam-Webster just officially recognized irregardless as a word. And so um, she says, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Oh, no. And one of her Twitter followers said, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. And then another one said, oh, it cannot be. It literally goes against everything. A double double negative hate mob mentality. So <laughs> I definitely don't like when people use it, but it's not like it doesn't bother me. Like like when Davian says GIF instead of GIF, that really <laughs> bothers me. <laughs> but like irregardless, I don't know. I think of Michael Scott. So I just think the person's a little dumb, like from the office, which actually yeah. I had it on the other day. And he said something about um, everyone in the office. No one's disgruntled here. Everyone's perfectly gruntled. And I was laughing so hard at that, that like <laughs> now I'm going to think of that. And irregardless, I'm having him. a perfectly gruntled day. <laughs> everyone's perfectly gruntled. No one's been disgruntled. <laughs> I mean, you have to give people credit for trying to sound a little more intelligent than what they actually are i had a friend that she would you know the the phrase case in point and she mm-hmm. would always say point in case you know oh. i was just like uh, and she used irregardless oh no yeah yeah and i never corrected her because i liked her but i would just be like oh boy here we go you know yeah um speaking of coolest people that aren't very smart uh, fucking idiot she's kim so kardashian stupid. west she turned 40 i didn't realize you guys were the same age stuff yeah there's a lot of us that are 80 babies yeah so she threw herself a big party on a private island and invited a few dozen friends and then she decided to share the event with 190 million um and 67 million followers on instagram and twitter because like that's what she does well, that's and a thing. Now, like, do that, but don't share it. Like, read the room, dumbass. Yeah. And then so they had I've, a huge Halloween party last night, too. Really? Yeah. And I guess someone took a picture. There was, like, a sign that said, like, please don't share to social media. But it was like, duh, that's what you fucking do. And everyone that you invited probably does that as well. Right. That's the only reason why she's famous is because of social media. Yeah. Please. And I mean, I know I went to a thing, but it was eight people. This did not look like it was just eight people. No, they had a super big party. And of course, she's facing the backlash from it all. Like, you know, people are struggling in our country and you parade your wealth. Enjoy your cake. 
um, is what one Twitter user said to her. And then, I don't know, she said she was happy with this gift that Kanye gave her, but he surprised her with a hologram of her late father. Which, okay, it's sweet, but like... (sighs) Don't include that like you're married to a genius. <laughs> like, like the dad said something about like so happy that you're happily married or something. Like he's like the smartest person. Like oh no, I didn't realize. Like that's what actually he said. make it seem like it's him. Like <laughs> a phrase he to, would like say. reinforce whatever agenda you have in that family that you're trying to push. Yeah, I don't. I know people like hate the hologram thing. They think it's creepy. But I can see, like, if I lost someone, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about it. I think it'd be kind of cool. But, I mean, we that's also why we have videos and stuff now, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think it would be interesting. It definitely would be, like, heartbreaking for me, at least. And I don't think I would want to have that in front of everybody. I think it would, I would rather have it be, like, a private Yeah. I mean, she said that they were all crying and whatever. I mean, I just, (laughs) when I saw what he said, it was like, are you fucking kidding me? Just two clueless people, man. They're very clueless. I don't, they're on a completely different planet, apparently. Maybe, (laughs) I don't know, maybe November will bring the alien motherships and they'll all come back and pick up their freaks that they left on the planet. I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, I Um, know what you did last summer. What are you waiting for? (laughs) I'm going to go out on the street and just start screaming that. Take me. Put your alien mask on and your hands like, look, I changed. (laughs) Uh, Um, Speaking of rocket mans, rocket man. I don't know. I tried to tie that in. Speaking of space. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of space. Um. They made a Barbie that's paying tribute to the legendary Elton John's extraordinary career. So um, it's in celebration of his 45 years since his decade defining performance at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. So uh, it's really cute. Barbie has a really cute outfit on and it's definitely a tribute to Elton John. So, so it's not like you- a Ken. It's an actual Barbie. That's Barbie. Just like- okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, sure. Her outfit is totally Elton John. So cute. And then speaking of Dodger Stadium, Dodgers won the Mm -hmm. 2020 Mm -hmm. World Series, which, okay. LA is just, you know, they won the NBA. They won. They're winning. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. And you were like kind of happy because of Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Um, Steph, what's your view on the Chicago White Sox hiring Tony La Russa back? I I thought it was kind of funny. Like they talked about making this huge announcement. And then when they said it was that, and I was like, how old is that guy? And then they said he was 76. I was like, this is just dumb. It just seems so funny. Right. Cause like, he's what so are they old doing? and the team is so young. Like they're well, such yeah, a- they're totally like up and coming, you know, like right. it's just complete. It's the disparity there is just insane. I don't know. I, I, I told you earlier, I don't really care about like sports this year. <laughs> like I barely watched the Bears. I know the White Sox are doing really well, but I barely watched that. Um, I don't know. It was just kind of like a funny thing to me, but I didn't get all riled up. 
Yeah, so Tony La Russa was the manager for the White Sox 1979 through 1986. But they're all just saying, like, it's just Jerry Reinsdorf, like, doing him a good old boy favor, you know? Which is just silly. It's silly because you really, in my opinion, if you've got, like, a young, talented team, you need a younger, talented coach. Mm -hmm. Not some old motherfucker that's just going to be sitting there hollering at these kids, so... Yeah, I think I saw on Twitter they posted something about like a huge announcement coming. So I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what they're going to because they fired, you know, the manager. Mm -hmm. And I saw that and I was like, what? (laughs) I know I saw a lot of people were like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, is this real? 2020, really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I've got some financial news. We really since Dan Dan, the financial man kind of got busy. Um, we haven't really heard from him, but here's some financial news. The Nobel Prize winning economist Robert Schiller says low investor confidence and high prices are raising the risk of a market crash and cautions investors to not be overweight stocks. Um, he just did a New York Times op ed and said that the coronavirus and upcoming election have caused investors to fear a stock market crash more than they have in years. Uh, so the volatile combination doesn't mean that a crash will occur, but it suggests that the risk of one is relatively high. So a rise in COVID-19 cases or a chaotic election could trigger a change in mass psychology and bring on a market crash. So this is a time to be very careful. So it's good that I have my 401k pause because of my pay cut. I guess I'll yeah, just keep it paused true. for a little bit. And not... you, you definitely would be like, fuck, I've been putting money into this all this time when I really mm-hmm. needed it. And now it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely follow the news. And every day last week was just like, and it's down and it's down and it's down. You know, the NASDAQ is down. And, 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 and. So it definitely, I mean, hopefully it'll swing back up after the election. But we just, everything's a crapshoot this year. <laughs> like everything. Oh, um, uh, well, speaking of swinging, swinging or a crapshoot, I had a really weird dream the other day about an ex-boyfriend and his stick was swinging. No, well, no, but he used to swing his dick a lot. No, in this dream, he had like two wives and three dogs. And I was over there, I think, trying to take care of the you dogs one or of something. the wives, were you? What? No, I was not one of the wives. This would be you, though. He would have two wives and everything. And then you would go there and take care of his dogs. Take care of the dogs. This is when I want to kill you. But then he like he took a shit in the bed. And I was like, because I was like, no, the guy. Why was was he there if you were taking care of the dogs? I don't know. It was really weird because I was like in there and I'm like, what is he? He shit in the bed. And then I'm like, these wives, they don't clean this house. It's filthy in here. It was kind of like a Paula dream. Like, God, these girls are dirty. And then (laughs) I like let the dogs out. And then two of the dogs like ran out the door before like I got their leashes on or whatever. And I'm like, please come back, please. Then I was so grateful when the dogs came back. But it was like such a weird dream. Hmm. I don't know. I have the stupidest fucking dreams. So weird. Well, he wasn't swinging his dick in it. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I was like working and then worried because he shit in the bed. So <laughs> I have a well, position here that made me giggle. Well, let me play like a little. Oh. There's some whores in this house. <laughs> Come on. We got to lighten it up after that. 
shit the bed. Shit the bed. In the house. Today's November 1st. We're recording this. Yes. And it's the cushion pin. And I was like, what? what? And then like I was looking at the picture and I just started laughing. It was like, so it's a guy like kind of curled up on the chair and she's like pinning him to the chair like on him. And oh, really? So he's on a cushion and she's got him pinned. Hmm. So it made me giggle. So I will oh. post that. And then our November 3rd, which is when everyone hopefully just listen to this. Don't turn on the TV or look at social media. Just do a blackout on that day. Exactly. Because November 3rd, I guarantee you they're probably mm-hmm. not going to have the results. And even if they do, no one's going to concede. It's going to take a, a few little days. Weed, have a little drink. Yeah. Smoking have weed. Have a little smoking sex. weed. Okay. Um, it's the Hala. Which I think that's how you pronounce it. Is that like the Jewish bread or the Oh yeah. It's C H A L L A. Bahala. It's okay. in a fucking rocking chair again. She's sitting on it though this time. She's relaxed and he's like on top of her facing her feet. So it's 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 <laughs> it's an acrobatic one. Are they like intertwined because hala bread ha- is like braided? I guess like his legs are on either side of her and then like his arms are like around her legs. But it's these rocking chair ones. Um, okay, they, so they leave me a little confused. So. It makes sense because you have to braid that dough when you make the challah bread for challah for the Seda. All right. Well, Samandy's got five things this week. Don't you know? Five mm-hmm. things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. And I'm actually going to give a shout out to Estelle and her husband, Gary, for they had the best Halloween costume. Oh, what did they do? Uh, they were the human centipede. Oh, God. <laughs> and they and it was like, oh, it's a buffet. I'll just have what she's having. <laughs> It cracked me up. They're so much fun. I hope they get to come to Chicago or we get to go to the UK, one or the other, to meet Let's them. Let's do that one. So you can find Estelle in her fabulous band, The Strays, and Gary. Her husband's also in the band. You can find them all over social media. And actually, if you go to our Facebook page, you can see their newest song, The Coolest Undead Kids in Town, um, and their video. So uh, number one stuff, you might want to watch this, Oh, but you don't have Amazon Prime, do you? Nope. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Okay. So it's it's almost like a superhero show, but the superheroes are really assholes. And it's called The Boys. Oh, my and I want to say it's yeah. like in a second season. Davion, all of them. That's all they were talking about when the oh, second really? season came out. And I was like, what I... is this? Yeah, I started watching it and I'm like, I kind of like this, except for like, what the fuck? Captain Cock America. What the fuck is his name? I can never remember his name, but he's like dressed like Captain America and Ah, uh, fuck. I'm sure people are screaming right now as they're listening to the show, like his name. It's something stupid. Uh, but he's like the biggest dick of them all. Like, just what a horrible guy. Uh, so you're kind of like rooting for these other guys to like kill these, <laughs> these, these superheroes. They call them the soups. So they're so, like just a bunch of asshole superheroes? Kind of. Well... Like the superheroes were, were, oh, he's called Homelander. Give me a break. 
Um, like if you watch the show, you'll find that it was almost like they gave babies like the super juice and that gave them superpowers. So, um, you know, some well, of them you know, raised... I'm not going to watch it. So don't worry about spoilers for me. <laughs> but other people are probably like, don't ruin it for me. So, yeah, uh, watch the boys. Now, Steph, you definitely want to watch this. I watched this Friday night and I was like, oh, you know, like the cartoon characters where you have the little hearts and the eyes. Like, that's how mm-hmm. I felt when I went to bed Friday night. Oh, I need I'm something like, like that. I loved this movie. It was called um, The Holidate or Holidate. Okay. And it's um, Emma Watson, right? No, no, Emma Roberts. I'm sorry. Emma Roberts and um, Luke Bracey. And you would know him because he's been in a lot of like uh, sexy ass Ralph Lauren commercials. Okay. <laughs> and he's probably been in shows and stuff. But as soon as I saw like the Ralph Lauren ads, I'm like, oh, that's where I know him from. But um, I want Luke for Christmas, please. Santa, Santa baby. Uh, you want it was, him as your holiday? Holiday. So I think it's just called Holiday. I think I said the holiday, but I think it's just Holiday. Super cute on Netflix stuff. So you can definitely check that out. Okay. Loved I like the holiday. So maybe I'll like the holiday. Yes, it's holiday. It's it, the, the, the whole um, theory or whatever the whole premise of the movie is that it sucks going to like the holidays with your family and you're single and then they keep asking you why you're still single so they end up just doing holidays together they like met at the mall and decided like yeah let's just be each other's holiday for every holiday and they don't have sex they don't talk to each other outside of the holidays that's it and it was just super cute. You would like it. Guarantee All you. Right. Um, and then number three on my list this week, I ran across. So I know you're probably not a, f- a football or soccer fan. Um, mm-hmm. But do you remember who Pele was? Yes. So Pele is, was like the probably the best soccer player on the planet. Won three World Cups, right? Um and he just celebrated his 80th birthday the other day. And who knew that this guy could sing so good? He's like a, a, an amazing musician. I know you've heard of Rodrigo y Gabriela, right? Mm-hmm. So Rodrigo y Gabriela worked with Pele on this song to celebrate his 80th birthday. And I absolutely love it. So here it's called uh, Listen to the Old Man. Acredita no velho, pode falar, me ser fio, que o velho tem força, faz seu time ganhar. O dinheiro é do santo, pode pagar, me ser fio, que o velho não cobra pra trabalhar. He's got an awesome voice. So that that's actually Pele singing. Does he not have like a beautiful voice? Yeah, that's really good. I know. I was like, wait, that's Pele? No way. And it's funny because my 
I will have to find some old tapes, but my coworker at work, her dad was the voice of um, sports in Chicago for all of the Spanish speaking. So for Telemundo, Univision, like he did all of the sports reporting in Spanish. So when I, I told her about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, you'll have to tell your dad. She's like, oh my God, my dad and Pele are good friends. <laughs> so, oh, um, and it's kind of funny because I'll hear like clips every now and then of her dad, like reporting a soccer match or a baseball game, but he did, he did it in Spanish. Like he Doing was the, the voice goal. of, yeah, he, but Whatever he was, <laughs> right. He was the voice of Chicago sports, but in Spanish for years and years. So, um, uh, I, I think his last name is Sufuentes. I don't know if it's Victor Sufuentes. Um, but it's so funny. She's like, Oh my God, my dad was in like radio forever. And, uh, it just made me like, I don't know. So when I told her and she's like, oh, yeah, my dad's really good friends with Bailey. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to find it and uh, get a little clip. He's he's so cute, her dad. Um, and then number four on my list this week, Steph, do you like scary stories like ghost stories? No, right? Mm, not really. OK, so this is a I podcast. Like true crime. I, I don't like like <laughs> I don't like well, fake. this is like fake ghost stuff not that i think ghosts are fake but like that stuff i don't love it's not it's a more of a storytelling podcast it's called spooked and okay um, so if you like had your apartment was haunted or your grandma's house was haunted you could call in and they you would like tell your story about your experience with this with your spooked story so I love Brittany Howard from the Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my favorite songs, like when it comes on, I, I like belt it out in the car is Don't Want to Fight No More. And she's she got a great actually, voice too. She, her voice is amazing. And so she, there's an episode on Spooked called Don't Want to Fright No More. And she talks about how the house that she owned where, you know, she lived in and they the band practiced in it about how it's haunted. So um, it's a really good episode and she's funny and sweet. And it's cool to find out a little, at least for me, I love finding out a little more background information on my favorite musicians. So um, it's a it's a cool episode if anybody's listening, looking for something to listen to that, you know, kind of takes your mind off of everything going on. Spooked, it's... Um, Glenn Washington, I believe, hosts it. And I want to say he's like WNYC, if I'm not mistaken. I could I could be wrong. I, I listened to so many podcasts. The, um, the new Unsolved Mysteries came out. I still haven't watched that. Oh, I haven't watched that either. Last night I actually watched. It was a cute movie and it was called Napoli Ever After. And it was just like a, the whole story about this girl. Um this black girl and her just love hate relationship with her hair and how it affected her relationships with people. So it was a super cute movie that was on Netflix too. It's called Napoli ever after it was like Sana Lathan. I don't know if you know who she is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sanai. She's totally cute. Yeah. It was a really good movie. Is um, it older? And then, Cause she's older now. Should she be this old and worried about her hair? She might be the mom. Let me look. Oh, okay. Okay. She might be the mom. No, that makes more sense. 
Let me just let me Google it really fast. You know, and then my like last Beyonce thing on the before. list was um, it's a song that your boyfriend contributed to. Yeah. And um, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, I'm just and looking Tom at Tom Petty's. Is it his drummer? Uh, I want to say it might have been his guitarist. So, um, gosh, darn it. I was like looking for this Napoli ever after. It gave me the Wikipedia, but I just wanted to see the cast to see. Oh, it's I'm it's fine. I just was confused why she would be if it was an old movie or what. No, Sana Lathan was was actually the the main character. Yeah. And then She's too Lynn old Whitfield to be played her about mom. her hair. Hmm? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but maybe I'll well, see. You know who played her dad in it? Ernie Hudson from, isn't that the guy from Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was really cute. I liked him. Uh, so number five on my list, it is a band called The Dirty Knobs, which just my dirty mind. I love that. So The Dirty Knobs. And uh, this song is Mike Campbell and Chris Stapleton also co-wrote the song. And it is all about coronavirus. In the video, you have to watch the video because there's like a guy walking around with like the COVID, you know, cell on his head. And uh, he's just being a dick in the video, like parking in the handicap spot and j just being an asshole. So this song is called Fuck That Guy. <laughs> I'll just play a little bit of it because then we got our real song to be coming up. But well, look at that clown dressed up like Charles Dickens, sneaking around like Slim Pickens. If he was a woman, he'd think he was God's gift to man. Got her stick his head in a garbage can. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Ooh, it ought to be a crime. <laughs> so if you dig that song up, uh, I think, well, I can post it on the Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, RadioMisfits.com. Find us everywhere. But yeah, I'll post that video. I think I sent it to you stuff, right? Yeah, I think you text it. Yeah, because I was just like, I love this song. This is like the song of the day because I think I was not having a good day at work. And I was just like, fuck every guy today. Fuck you fuck all. This guy. <laughs> uh, so this week we have our official uh, new artist song, and he is from Chicago as well. Steph. Another local. Yeah, another local. Yeah. And um, I want to say it's the same uh, management company that sent over both the Red Spot Rhythm Section and now AJ Rosales. And uh, the song today by AJ is called If Not Today. <laughs> Different hate, a new different. 
today by AJ Rosales. He's a Chicago singer-songwriter and it, the song was recorded and mixed by Doug McBride at Gravity Studios in Chicago and then it was mastered by Oli Morgan at Abbey Road Studios in London. Um, it's going to be featured on Rosales's fifth studio album, Manifestations and that's actually going to be released on Friday, November 27th. So you guys got a sneak peek of If Not Today. And that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. And if you would like to submit your music, you're an unsigned artist, and uh, you would like to be featured on our fabulous podcast, please go to radiomisfits.com. Enter um, all of your information on the submit music. I almost was just going to do your spiel stuff with the, yeah, okay. code. <laughs> so go to radiomisfits.com. There's a tab there that says submit music. Please click on that. Follow the prompts. Don't forget to add your links and send it on over. We would love to hear your jams and possibly play them on the show. Radiomisfits.com. Absolutely. I like that we're good. I mean, I like all of them, but. The Chicago ones are pretty cool. Yeah. I'm like no really, local. 
Yeah, I'm always happy to feature world artists. Like, that's great. But it's kind of cool that we've gotten a couple Chicago ones in a row. And and uh, like I said, I, it's the same management company. So keep on sending them. Like, that's great. Uh, Steph, we're going into dating. Uh, there's some whores in this house. Um, (laughs) I was reading an article about like, okay, so you've watched everything there is on, on Netflix, but you love like your British, your BBC shows. Like, what can I watch next? So it was a big list of like different shows from the UK to watch. And this one just cracked me up. So it's on Netflix and it's called Lovesick. Did you watch it? Um, and <laughs> the original title of the show was called Scrotal Recall. Get it? Instead of Oh my recall. god. Scrotal Recall. So, um this guy Dylan, he's just been told he has an STD and now he's forced to contact every single woman he's ever had sex with in order to tell them the news. Um so it definitely looks like a cute movie, but I would watch it just because the original title was Scrotal Recall. Oh, so you didn't watch it. It's just No, be I haven't watched list. it yet. Okay. So I figured, well, you know, it's something to do. And it's like a dating because nobody's dating right now. So like what kind of dating are we going to talk about? But like this just sounds like a cute little movie. And I could absolutely see this happening in today's dating world <laughs> like hey contact tracing i've just been diagnosed uh gotta let everybody know so and like how many people does he have to contact what a little hoe right exactly well then them hoes are out there that's all i have to say they're out there uh and what else do we have going on with dating um i did run across a quote from uh esther perel and I want to say there's like some new episodes on her podcast too. If if I you're interested her. in listening, have you listened to her podcast yet? I've listened to her on other podcasts, but I haven't listened to hers. Oh yeah, her her podcast is like all about relationships, but you actually get to hear like the people in the relationship tell you what was wrong and what they've tried and all of that. So it's I just yeah, she's like so smart and. Yeah, I like her a lot. She is wonderful. But it's like kind of cool. Like, I don't know. You know, it's like almost like reality TV where you're getting a sneak peek into these people's lives. But I mean, relationships all have similar issues eventually. So it's kind of nice to hear like, okay, this happened to them. And then these are her suggestions to try to get over it, fix it or move on, you know. But Mm -hmm. her quote was talking about... uh, the swiping culture, like the online dating. And she says, the swiping culture lures us, lures us with infinite possibilities, but it also exerts a subtle tyranny. The constant awareness of ready alternatives invites unfavorable comparisons, weakens commitment, and prevents us from enjoying the present moment. And amen, all of that is so true. Yeah. You know, it's not that that, like, like, oh, I met this. Pardon me? I think that would be like my biggest complaint. I think we have a delay too, just for the record. No, I'm just really, I'm really loud. And then like, <laughs> oh. so I'm just hearing, well, no, hearing myself. I've been like talking when there's a pause, but then I don't think that you like, I think there might be a little bit of a delay. Hmm. 
Oh, we'll figure it out in the end. You know, technology, and we're still not out of Mercury in retrograde yet, Steph. We got a couple more days. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I agree with, with the whole online dating. You definitely, like, instead of appreciating that you got one good match and you try to, you know, grow with that and, you know, see what you have in common, you know, oops, oh, I got another match. Let me see about this one. So it's, you know, just the constant, um, you know, like what's what's better right around the corner, the ready alternatives. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Steph, we've got some sex ed this week. <laughs> Ooh, what are you going to educate me on? Fetishes. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is kind of like that map of like what every state, what their fetish is. Um, you know, like we've done it for the candy, the liquor. I don't know what else we've done it with, Fast but you know, food. somebody always yeah. comes up with with these um maps. So pick a state, any state. Well, obviously Illinois. Okay, so Illinois, their fetish is role play. Have you ever done that? No. No. I, I always think of role play as like a stupid like sitcom scene <laughs> like i don't know oh. i never think like people actually do that or like that it's something i'd want to do i feel like it's like one of those like things i saw on tv shows when i was younger <laughs> well i haven't done much role play but i think i did like um like dirty professor and naughty student <laughs> oh yeah no i've never done but anything never like, like yeah, never naughty nurse or, you know, the maid or whatever. Well, it's kind of um, boring. Illinois is kind of boring. Illinois is kind of boring. Florida's kind of weird. Like they want the piercings as their fetish. Um, so what do you like? What do you mean their fetish? Like it's what they search the most like fetish. Apparently or yeah, it's just saying that this is so we're, I got this off of Twitter and it just says this chart lists the most common fetishes per state. Okay. California is like, ooh, wax play. Am I freaking you out no, yet? What? While harmless little Alaska is like, don't stop at the wrist, which Alaska's is fisting. <laughs> oh my God. Indiana is they don't armpits. Have much going on up there. What? Yeah. It's. I never even knew that was a thing. Well, I mean, I guess it's like a little crack. Anybody could stick something in there. Do you see, though, one of our neighboring states, what theirs is? I think that's a marketing opportunity. Used underwear uh, oh, for Missouri. Oh, yes. Is that Missouri used Isn't underwear? It? Yes. We need to still do that. Yeah, there's so mm-hmm. many different fetishes on here. Yoni egg cuckolding edge play what is cuckold i don't know some of these what is edge you don't know play? what, cuckold what is cuckolding is? So, no so cuckold uh so like they usually just call it cuck play and it is like they would it would be like a husband and wife but the husband um the husband would be the cuckold he would be the cuck so the wife would find somebody else to have sex with her and then the husband watches and Sometimes, like, the husband wants to watch and then swoop in and, like, take over. But usually, like, a threesome. No, like, the other guy would get the boot, but, um, 
but a cuck is usually uh. just like the husband the husband wants the wife to cheat on him and he wants to watch it. Interesting, okay. right? Kinda. And then like <laughs> what's edge play? What's um what else did I see here? Impact play. You know, edge play is suits? have you ever heard what of edging? Suits? No. I don't know I, we've talked about edging. Well, it's like where Have you we? did I block it out? Yeah, I mean you could do, you could edge yourself or you could edge somebody else, but it's basically just like stimulating them almost to the point of coming, and then you back off. Like you bring them to the edge and then back off. Bring them to the edge and then back off. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> Next, like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Okay, actually, okay. that yeah. is a pretty good one. I mean, it does feel yeah. good. So I can get down with that one. Yeah. Um, I don't understand armpits. It sounds just disgusting. Balloons? What? Balloons? Um, suits? Sports gear? Suits or balloons? What are. the fuck? But Michigan is into humiliation. Which, yeah, I guess I've heard of that. It's just weird to me, too. But. Chastity belts, whipping, latex. I don't like suits, is like actual, like a suit, like and tie. I'm gonna Google it. Suit fetish. <clears throat> we'll find out. What would Steph. you say your fetish is? My fetish? If you had a fetish, yeah. I don't know. I have to think about this as I ask you. I mean, edging is a good one. Spanking. Um, definitely not into humiliation. Definitely not into fisting. <laughs> no. Um, oh, suit fetish is when you when you love your man in a suit and tie. That's not even a fetish. That's just like a preference. I wouldn't call that I, a fetish. I don't know. There's suitfetish.net. Connect with sexy men in suit, shirt, and tie. Share your likes, pictures, make new friends, make groups, and share common interests. I don't that's know. That's real dumb. I don't know if that's Virginia, what state that is, but that's stupid. <laughs> those, those Southerners. What's going on there? Yeah, hmm. suit fetish. Interesting. And I've learned so much. Yeah, What's there impact you go. play. Impact. Impact play. I'm I just going to make you Google everything. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not Googling it on my phone. <laughs> impact yeah, play. I don't need anyone, you know, seeing that. Like, I didn't uh, impact that play is a human sexual practice in which one person is struck by another person. Oh, no. For the gratification of either or both parties. No, no. Um, it's considered a form no. of BDSM. So, yeah, nope. no, no thanks to. Although I like spanking, but don't, don't yeah. fucking hit me. Yeah, like a light spanking. Don't get too crazy. Like whippings on here for Texas. I don't think I'd want to be whipped. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Huh. Well, this is very interesting. Yes, I still don't know why I would count suits as a fetish, but okay. Well, maybe not a lot of men wear suits in those southern states. Yeah, it looks like Virginia and then West Virginia, right? Or no? Tennessee. If anything, like I have more of like a construction worker fetish if we're counting that as a fetish. Like I still remember one time this guy got on the CTA train and I was just couldn't stop looking at him. He had like a dirty white t-shirt and like dirty jeans and like workout or work boots. And he had like a pole with a bucket. Oh my god. And you were just like, let me lick the sweat off of you. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just like on this train, like, this is too much. Like, he needs to get off somewhere because I can't <laughs> handle this right now. You should have given him so. your number. Just be like, you are so fucking hot. 
I'm not, not? Yeah, I'm not that person. I don't know. Keep a business card in your pocket at all Maybe times. Maybe if I was, like, getting yeah. off the train, like, I could do it and then run away. But I couldn't, like, sit on the train with him and do it and then have to sit across from him. Like, And then so just awkward. stare at him. Just stare at him. I mean, I was I already that making would... it awkward just staring at him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's my fetish. Well, the German police had to shut down a 600-person fetish party <laughs> due During to COVID-19. pandemic? <gasps> right. Can you believe that? In Berlin, they broke up what they described as a fetish party made up of more than 600 people on Saturday for violating COVID-19 restrictions. So, I mean, I guess if it was going to be anywhere, Berlin is not surprising. No, but they were, they had like a really great handle on their numbers. And now I think they just, are they shut down again too? I don't know. It's all just, it's all just a bad dream. It's a nightmare. It's horrible. Yeah, we've got some booze news. Booze news. Are you ready for this one? I'd be really willing I to try booze, this one, so Steph. Yes. Although okay, you're not a, you're not a seltzer fan, right? I hate it. Would you drink a cannabis infused seltzer? No, I don't want any seltzer. <laughs> Sorry, well, Pabs Blue Ribbon. I don't like extremely carbonated things. I, I yeah, can't that's do it. true. You could stir the bubbles out, maybe, or let it sit. Yeah, maybe if it went, um, what is it? When it goes flat. flat or it goes flat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So Pabst Blue Ribbon is releasing a cannabis-infused seltzer that will include a few milligrams of THC. It's going to be non-alcoholic and lemon-flavored. Unfortunately, it's only going to be sold at cannabis shops in California. But I would think that now we have our own pot shops that they sh- might sell it there, too. Yeah, and I mean, the seltzer thing is such a, a trend right now. I feel like everyone's doing it, so I'm sure they will here. Super, yes. And then, just because this dumb criminal story made me laugh so hard, like, what a dumb fucking kid. He had to be high as fuck. This kid covered himself in ranch dressing at a Kansas <laughs> gas station uh. and then tried to steal a car and then crashed it. He was 17-year-old, naked, under the influence of a substance. He covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside of a business, ran outside, jumped into a running vehicle, and crashed into a nearby pillar. What Can is you the point just... of the ranch? Is there a reason for that? I don't, he must have been just so fucking high that I have no... Like, he went into the gas station convenience store and grabbed ranch dressing and just covered himself in ranch dressing and then ran out. Especially gas station ranch dressing. Like, that's just got to be rancid. Like, you know, you're worse. like, that's not even Hidden Valley Ranch, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess like, Paul that's... Newman or Hidden Valley. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. All right. So, synchronicity yeah, stuff. Team, you're, going through, you're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 Uh, so welcome to November. And uh, today is November 1st. And we have our one, angel one, number one. for today is 111. So align your body, mind, and soul before you go to bed. Okay. Uh, on the, November 3rd, which is when the show comes out, Mercury finally goes direct. So no more Mercury and retrograde issues. Ooh. Good. I know. And so that's what we've got going on this week. 
And then um, because we've been having such bad weeks, let's talk about the zodiac signs that need to learn to ask for help. <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, who never asks for help, Steph? Um, number one would be Virgo. When you're in trouble, your Virgo friend's always there on the job hunt. She's pinging you all day with industry contacts, searching for an apartment. She's sending you an Excel spreadsheet of her top picks. Um, and feeling lonely, she's scheming to set you up with her hot but shy former coworker who just moved back to town. When you need help, a Virgo will move a mountain to get to you and then insist, oh, it was nothing. But when the practical, hardworking Earth sign herself is in need of assistance, radio silence. It's not that Virgos don't appreciate your offer. It's just that they prefer to do it their own way. So the next time you see your Virgo friend struggling, ask for her to explain the game plan and give you a role in the situation. And I would say that's very true for my friend Antonia, who's a Virgo. You know, when I, it, I'm on Earth sign too as a Capricorn. And I will honestly say that the one, probably the one thing I have trouble doing is asking for help. I don't mind helping everybody else out. But if I'm having an issue, I just kind of clam up, try to figure it out on my own. And I hate, I think because I don't like looking weak. I know that's kind of weird yeah. because we should all be embracing the fact that we have strengths and weaknesses. But yeah. Um, number two is Pisces. Pisces are the emotional sponges of the Zodiac. <laughs> Extremely sensitive and intuitive. They can't help but make everyone else's problems their own. Uh, while Virgos show support through forcing their own agenda, Pisces follow everyone else's lead. And though their kindness is taken advantage of time and time again, they show up as an empathetic hero every time. Uh, when a Pisces needs help, they tend to wait things, um, wait until things have gotten totally out of control, like a floundering fish swimming the wrong way upstream to speak up. Pisces' inability to reach out can lead to unnecessary disaster level drama and ultimately leaves the sweet fish feeling abandoned. So next time you unload all of your anxieties, fears and woes on your Pisces friend, pause and ask them how they're doing. Pisces literally forget about themselves sometimes. So remind them that they're allowed to have a tough day. Ed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aquarius is our third. No one seems as cool and collected as an Aquarius, though they're always happy to be invited to a party. The air sign prefers to hang on the sidelines and observe rather than participate in the drama. Though you've probably gotten some of the best advice of your life from a loyal Aquarius friend, when Aquarians are in trouble, they disappear rather than reach out. Though it might seem like they're being aloof or just have too much pride, Aquarians are actually super sensitive. When they're going through it, they're going through it, and only a select few are allowed to see them in such a vulnerable state. If your Aquarius friend or coworker has gone quiet recently, send a message to see if they're okay. Even if they leave you on read for the next three weeks, they might eventually get the message that you're someone they can trust. Aw, Aquarius. I don't um, know too many Aquarians. I have an Aquarius moon, but that's about it. I have a romantic um, history with Aquarians. Oh, you do? And I think that's why, because they are aloof, and I, I like that, because I don't like to be in constant contact. <laughs> like, I prefer more of an aloof person. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe like if they're more aloof, maybe it's like you kind of like the challenge or the chase maybe too. No, mm, I don't know. Well, there's maybe. one sign. There's one sign who's never afraid to call and ask for help. And that's Leo. <laughs> 
Uh, Leos love to be in the spotlight through the good times and the not so good times. You would think that your Leo friend who is always looking glam wouldn't want to be seen as less than perfect. But the truth is your Leo is not worried about anyone seeing their uh, runny mascara. And she's certainly never shy about asking for help. Uh, If your Leo BFF is feeling anxious and can't get in touch with you, her boyfriend or her mom, she'll process with the guy who's checking her out at the grocery store and said, <laughs> so don't worry. Once you're available, she'll talk it out with you too. No one likes having a wounded paw, but Leos own their pain and shout their needs from the rooftops. It's important to feel, or I'm, I'm sorry, it's important to be real with your Leo friend about what constitutes an actual emergency and what is just a momentary discomfort of a bruised ego. <laughs> Otherwise, you might be spending all of your time assuring your Leo that they're the best, but they are the best. And that's besides the point. So. <laughs> I'd say Davion's pretty, he's not like dramatic about it, but I think he's pretty good about saying like, yeah, I'm going through it this week or like, yeah, he doesn't try to like hide yeah. things where I, I'm kind of the same, like you were saying, I don't like being vulnerable. Yeah, I guess that's what it boils down to, right? Like, I don't, I I just, I would rather help other people with a million different issues than tackle my own with someone. Like, I'd rather just go through it alone. So many times in therapy, she'll be like, well, why don't you just talk to them about it or talk? Because I'll cry. And I don't want to cry in front of someone. That's like the main reason. Like, I would exactly know what to say. Just the the thought that I may start crying, I don't want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like totally makes me against it. No, I hear you. I had one jerky boss that made me cry all the time for no reason, just because he was having a bad day. So then he would take it out on me and I would cry because I was so frustrated. Like, why are you doing this? And I hated that it made, I, I felt like I was being weak instead of saying like, look, motherfucker, you had a bad day. Go fuck yourself. Don't take it out on me. Well, I think that's another problem with women. It's like a lot of the times when we're crying in those instances, it's not like you hurt me. I'm just like really frustrated and mad. And that's, we kind of release things instead of punching a wall like men do or whatever right no and that and that's exactly how I process like when I get so frustrated that I don't know what to do I cry and I'm not really a big crier but that I know for sure that's one of my reactions I hate it so then I try to avoid I try to avoid being frustrated I think today's the first day I haven't cried in like months really yeah Yeah, that makes which me is sad. weird because I was just gonna say I cry. I've cried like every day, but then I was like, "Ooh, I mean, not yet. It's only nine p.m., so we'll see. We still got three hours." <laughs> yeah, and you're in the middle of working on a big project, so yeah, <sighs> yeah, a million big projects. So yeah. Uh, well, we shall, I guess, end the show. I just wanted Let me to get bring- my crying in for the day. Yeah, and all of your tears are landing on the moon stuff. I just wanted Ooh. to bring up. That they like found that. water on the solar surface of the moon. So um, that's kind of exciting because now they might be able to utilize that water for like pit stops for astronauts when they're traveling other places. So, mm, yeah. Yeah. There's a little more on the moon than what we know. Hopefully we'll get to explore that a little bit more. Or the aliens can take me there on a pit stop. I was going to say like, yeah, just build me a little moon house and I'll be okay. I don't know. Might be lonely up there, though. There's alien. If there's aliens taking you there, they got to have some like fun. 
let's hope each alien is like smoking hot. Like, I don't want to be with no like slimy actor. I don't know. Have you ever alien. seen like pictures of aliens? <laughs> I would say that they're hot, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the pictures of them, they look so fucking creepy. Like, there's got to be another planet out there with like sexy, gorgeous people on it. Well, I always think they say that like there could be a planet with like people like us, you know, like I think that there could be. Well, and I was talking to my kids about that today. You know, it's like a, we talk about the weirdest shit, but I was like, what scares you most? Like the fact that we are the only planet in the universe that that has people on it or the fact that there would be other planets with people on it. And my son right away was like, he goes, I I would I would prefer to know that there are other planets with other people on it. He's like, I don't know that I want to know that we're the only planet with life on it. He's like, yeah, I don't think I'm scared of either. I don't know if I. No, like, like maybe it's not a fear, that. but definitely. I don't know. In, in my mind, I don't know that I really believe that there are planets with other people on it, but I do believe that there are different dimensions. Which is a little deep, right? Yeah. Well, then my oldest son, he's like, well, if we're the only planet with life on it, then does that mean that we're all gods? And I'm like, okay, we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> You're getting like, real deep over there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, come on, man, put another log on the fire and let's just like, you know, look at memes or something. Like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Like, I looked at him like, where the fuck did that come from? We're all gods. So... I don't know. Maybe he got laid last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. I guess with that, we will see you next, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.